yeah and then a few years later crossfit reached out to me and was like hey that's uh in friction on our license or whatever you you know if you oh, want to wow. lose your affiliation change the name so yeah it was like 2013 i think we changed it to bcs classic because their their legal team reached out and i'm like i don't want to mess with that of course they reach out with like the legal team it's not like even yeah. like a humble i'm like how did, of, like... i'm like how did you hear about this tiny little event called station you know Hey everybody, it's Coach Charlie. Welcome or welcome back to the Building Better People podcast brought to you by BoomFit. Thanks for listening today. And at the end of this episode, please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast if you aren't already. But more importantly, I hope the following interview inspires you to take the next step in your fitness journey. Enjoy. All right, man. Well, welcome to the show. Uh, it's unfortunate that Ken couldn't make it here with us. Uh, happy birthday to his daughter. It's unfortunate. I still don't remember her name. I think he said it to me the last time I saw him. But I'm also bad with names, like really bad with names. So you, on the other hand, I thought that Charlie Lima was like a um, kind of like a, a different name to go by through all the emails that BCS guys get. Like it was just like some anonymous general manager of the the whole system. But then I started to realize that that no, in fact, that is actually your real name. So uh, you know, you know, a lot of people think it's like a I'm a military family because that's oof. you know, that's basically Charlie oh, is, is the C and the L is Lima, which I'm not. But uh, my real name's actually Carlos, and my hmm. my my parents are from Guatemala, so, uh, so I was right. <laughs> I am happy about that. That's good. Uh, so being somebody who's in the military currently. That is exactly why I thought that this was kind of like one of those uh, just different names that people pop off so you don't have to go by your real name and people just get anonymous emails that have information. So uh, that's pretty cool, though. Um, so go ahead, if you want, just tell the people where you're from, uh, what you kind of do, what your background is. Yeah, man. So thanks for having me, Steve, and uh, happy birthday to Ken's daughter. And uh, yes. ho hope they're enjoying that time together. Um Man, I'm 40 years old from Houston, Texas. Uh, like I said, my parents are from Guatemala. I was the first person born in the U.S. from my family. And uh, grew up in Houston, came to Texas A&M at 18, and uh, haven't left College Station. Uh, you know, started my, started my business in 2005, affiliated with CrossFit in 2008. Started the BCS Classic in 2010. Uh, got married in 2009. And then had my first uh, child, Kate, in 2012. Um, 2015, had my second. That's Anderson. 2017, had my third. It's Chip. And 2019, had my fourth, which is Ames. And so wow. uh, we love College Station. Uh, love everything about CrossFit and fitness and health. Love my wife, uh, my family. And I love bcs classic i think it's such a cool event and just seeing kind of what uh really what you know what everyone has turned it into and what the lord has done with it is just uh kind of mm -hmm. pretty amazing right so uh if you want to start i guess my first question would be what drew you to texas a&m um well i really didn't know much about it i i was actually committed to university of texas in austin mm -hmm. and i was you know, accepted to, to that school and I was going to go and I had my roommate picked out. And then in May of my senior year, I changed my mind and I'd been to, I'd visited College Station, I think in November that fall in 99, when the bonfire collapsed, they did like a benefit the bonfire concert. And I came up 
and it just seemed like a great town, you know, and I, I really, if I'm honest, I just feel like the Lord wanted me here. And I didn't really, uh, at that time fully understand, um, what was in my future, but, uh, I really can look back now and be like, man, he grabbed me and not, not saying that I, you know, I didn't know what university of Texas and Austin would have led me to, to doing, but I think he really grabbed me and brought me here to college station. And, uh, and then I went, you know, made this home, met my wife here, uh, and a couple of years later in, in 2003. And then, uh, you know, we started dating and got married in 2009. So what, what exactly, what did you study at Texas a and I think it was my yeah. next question. Yeah. So I got a degree in sport management. Um, okay. And, and that was in the school of kinesiology. Um, okay. Initially, I thought I wanted to be a sports agent. If you remember the movie, Jerry Maguire, I, uh, no. oh man, anybody out there who's seen it, it's, it's no. a great movie. And really it, it's Tom Cruise, but he, uh, he's a sports agent and mm -hmm. Cuba good Cuba getting juniors, like his only athlete, but it was such a good movie. And I thought, man, that'd be so cool to, to mm -hmm. be a sports agent. So that's kind of what I transitioned into sport management and sport management was really like the best combination of business and exercise science. Um, so mm -hmm. we still had to take a lot of anatomy and, uh, physiology, exercise science, biomechanics, but we took marketing and management and all the business classes. So I actually did the five-year plan. Um, I was oh, okay. class of 04, but I graduated in 05, but I started personal training in 2003, which is kind of what really led me to falling in love with fitness. And I was kind of a fat kid, chubby, overweight teenager. And okay. Even in college? No, no, it was, it was in, in 2000. So it was really the spring of 2000, my senior year that I started my fitness journey. I was 242 pounds. Uh, and one day in February, I just woke up and I just was disgusted with the way I looked and I had gained about 20 pounds since football season ended. Mm -hmm. And I, I didn't know what to do, but I knew I didn't want to stay in this kind of state. So I went out, measured two miles in my neighborhood and tried to go out and run and could barely basically make it like a block before I walked. And then I jogged a little, walked a little, finished that two miles and then con continued to run that two miles about three times a week. And, uh, by May of my senior year, I lost about 40 pounds and all oh. I did nutritionally was cut out soft drinks, but I was mm -hmm. a huge, I drink Big a lot one. of soft drinks. Yeah. I drink like five or six a day. Um, and then, you know, went to Texas A&M and started working out at the rec center. It was huge. And I just fell in love with it and then kind of stumbled into personal training and, mm -hmm. uh, and then haven't looked back really kind of just fell in love with people like helping people in that way. That really, it, it just gives me a great reason to have a relationship with clients and people that I train those rec centers in colleges are even like the smaller colleges like the ones I went to in Connecticut were small but they were yeah. like well funded or at least the equipment was really nice it was kind of more yeah. or less quiet for the most part and I mean they're I don't I don't want to say like for me it was a little bit of entrapment like I got into those gyms and then I never would leave I oh, was like I would rather go to the gym than go to class for the yes. specific reasons yeah but I, I guess uh, to say to your story, I kind of want to ask, what was it about looking in the mirror that was just like the part that disgusted you? I feel like a lot of people say that, uh, not saying that, you know, it's not true, but I feel like that's a story that a lot of people say is like, hey, like I looked in the mirror one day and I was just like, God, like I'm disgusted at this. 
Yeah, yeah, man. It, you know, I, I, I vividly remember that bathroom moment and just kind of, you know, it's it's interesting because I, you know, I've been in that exact same position daily forever, right? Mm -hmm. You know, like everybody gets out of the shower and brushes their teeth and this and that or whatever. And uh, it was something in that moment. I just felt like, man, I'm just like, not happy with where I am physically. Did you and just if catch I'm, that if, one glimpse well, where it just you, you, your you know, bad I, side? I think, you know, that I just turned 18 and I always, when I share my story, cause I share it often, especially running a gym and, uh, over the years, different events I've spoken at or people I've met with, I, I really, it came down to, I wanted girls to like me, you know, like I was, sure. I was 18, I was, you know, in high school and, you know, the girls that I liked did not like me. And because, you know, in my mind I was overweight and, you know, and, and that's really what it's sadly all about in junior high and high school. So uh so that was kind of like a driving purpose for me and obviously now it's not that i've got a beautiful wife and um so grateful for that now Brownie now i points. work i, I work going. out for i work out for uh for completely different reasons but it, it it's um that i remember that day like just wanting to change the course of the way i was living right and so mm -hmm. um that run changed my life for sure honestly it's uh it's weird now, like becoming a dad, like, I mean, I'm 27. So, uh, I don't know. How old were you when you became a dad? Actually, I got married when I was 26 and I turned 30 the year that I had my first child. Oh, wow. Man. So becoming a dad has been uh, a topic of discussion. I think Ken and I have done uh, just a couple of times just for flukes on here. And, um, it is weird how, like my wife, they, they always talked about like girl, uh, women go through like the different periods of pregnancy and you read the books and it tells you like, these are the things you might start to see or look for. Well, I was reading one of the books um, a couple of weeks ago and it was like, what to expect when you're expecting. And it was like week 20 or something. I think we're in week 29 now, but uh, it was like, expect the women to start nesting, right? They're going to start changing things. They're going to start looking around the house like, hey, I think we can do this or hey, I think we can do that. That's me. Mm. but the other side of it is like, not only am I trying to like, we just ordered a new king size bed, uh, a new frame. We took some, uh, I'm trying to get like more shelving for different areas of the house. Cause I'm like, we're going to need more space. Cause it's just a two bedroom apartment right now. But then I was like, the other areas, my wife even kind of noted to me, she was like, I see it in a lot of other things. And one of them is the gym where I wanted to do individual competition for a long time. Obviously being 27, like there's a limited window if I even want to get there. Uh, not, not there yet. Um, but then I found this uh, other girl at our gym who's quite skilled in a lot of things, but also not quite there to be an individual or anything like that. But if you put two of those people together, plus another two relatively the same, maybe a little bit greater skill, you can make a team. And that was one of the things where I was like, you know, being a dad not necessarily getting old, but kind of getting older than I have been, I'm starting to realize, especially with the dad part, like, hey, I might need to change in some of these ways. I'm not working out for the same reasons I used to be. Now I'm working out with the purpose of I want to do these competitions, but I also want to have time for my family or the growing family that we have. So I, I can feel you on that, but at least at a like a minor level, I guess, because, mm -hmm. you know, how old are you now? If you don't mind me asking, I just turned 40. Okay. So 13 years older than me. I'm assuming when you get out of bed, your knees might hurt a little bit more than mine, 
But I get what you're saying, at least from that point. The other thing I wanted to ask was growing up in college or uh, not growing up in college, but yeah, growing up in college in 2000 to like 2005, right? How old are you? How old your oldest? You said uh, my daughter will be 10 on okay. the day of the BCS classic. Uh, happy birthday to her. Yeah. Uh, there is a new way of going through college and there's a new way of going through school. If you happen to have that insight or anything on that, what was it like going through college and school back then versus it is now? Man, well, I, I don't know really anything about today, but I can tell you I loved college. Like it was, uh, it was the, the best five years of, you know, just mm-hmm. hanging out, partying, hanging out with buddies, getting to know people. Um, Especially I mean, Texas it's, A&M. It's, I will say school. this. I, I do not want to relive those five years. Uh, I, <laughs> I'm happy they happened when they did. And and I definitely am not, you know, I'm, I always tell people I'm the same person, but, you know, I'm just a different version of myself. And, yeah. um, and that's a combination of, you know, uh, you know, what, what, what we call the process of sanctification, which is uh, kind of becoming more holy. Right. And, and not to say that I'm, I'm holy by any means, but, when you accept Christ and then you kind of start changing the way you live yep. slowly refining, um, it, it really does lead to a, a, a more, uh, fulfilling life as much as you might not understand it as it's happening. And, and the reason I bring that up is because in college, like you would not have known by the way I was living that I was, you know, living for Christ. Um, but it doesn't necessarily mean that I didn't, enjoy that time or uh if i look back i'm not like regretful i'm just definitely happy that it was back then and that it's not like that today (laughs) is that because of twitter and instagram or well i'm so glad there was no instagram or facebook uh you know i remember getting i didn't really post i think my first comment or my first i think i if you were at a d1 school you got Mm -hmm. a facebook account like in 0405 but i didn't even get on it until like 0809 and very minimally minimally active so yeah social media was not even a thing. Uh, obviously the way cell phones work today, it wasn't, I mean, I had the Nokia flip phone, which was a big deal. Like the razor back in like, <laughs> I think high school, late, like 2000, 2001. And then, uh, the blueberry or blackberry, whatever blackberry Black, came Black, out. Yeah. Blackberry was big. And I remember I, I had that one in 0506 and then, you know, the iPhone came out, but I didn't immediately get on until probably later. I remember, uh, they came out with the BlackBerry, and then a couple of years later, I think BlackBerry was its own. They weren't quite selling to the um, the different like companies like AT and T and Verizon, and then they would sell you the phone or like charge you for it or X Y and Z. Yeah. So I had what was called the Black Jack, yeah, which was a slimmer version of that. But I had that, and I remember the first time I ever texted anybody ever was through the T nine, uh, like where you're hitting like eight multiple times for a certain letter. And then you're going up yeah. through that. And then I got what was the blackjack at the time. And I was like, Oh my God, this is so much easier. Text them off the chain. Then come to the phone bill. Yeah. When it was still not free talk, free text. Yeah. It was, it was like 10 cents a text or five cents a text. And you were running up like a $200 bill somehow. Yes. So I, yes. for sure. I remember going through like the whole AIM and L, AOL and all that, like you're trying to create like these, these pieces that, uh, would somehow like make you look popular to people. But then at the same time, you were kind of sitting there being like, 
well, how do how do I navigate all this new yeah, technology? And now, yeah. now we have all this extra stuff, so it, it gets a little crazy now. But we'll get yeah. off this up, the subject. Um, BCS Classic. Yeah. What made you come up with it? How did you come up with it? How did you start to implement it? And you said it's been going on since 2010. Correct. Yeah. So 12 years. How how you kept it going? This is year 13. Yeah, man. Uh, I, you know, like I told you, I found CrossFit in 08. Um, I was one of the few people that actually was sitting in an L1 who had never even done a CrossFit workout or watched a video. <laughs> I, wow. I, I just showed up and of course, you know, like, like we used to do Fran, right? So Fran, mm-hmm. I couldn't do one pull up, which was very humbling and came back. And one of the instructors at my level one had a garage gym in college station. So I actually went to his garage and worked out for three months and then he was moving. So I decided to affiliate. Right. And that was 2008. And then, um, I competed in my first competition in October of 09, uh, back in Houston, there was a big event that turned big. And this year was kind of, I think the second year of it or first year it's called Oktoberfest. Okay. And just, I made it to the top 10. I'd never done that many workouts in one day and drank the Kool-Aid quick. Mm-hmm. And then I, and then I heard, uh, in January about a, an event that CrossFit put on called sectionals, which was technically the path yep. to regionals, which was the path to the games mm-hmm. and that anybody could sign mm-hmm. up. So I signed up, I go to Austin. Um, my friend, Jeremy Teal put it on and it was at Camp Mabry and it was a two day competition and dude, they, they took the top 30 and the top 30 from this sectional. And then the top 30 from the Northern sectional, uh, which was in Tulsa competed at the regional in, in May in, uh, Fort Worth. And so I made it, I got 27th and I snuck in. And when I came home from that competition, I was like, we need something like this in college station. So yeah. that's where the fire lit. And then I put on the first BCS at the time we called it the BCS games in 2009. I mean, uh, 2010, May 1st. And there's I still, I imagine video. why you called it the BCS games. Yeah. And then a few years later, CrossFit reached out to me and was like, Hey, that's uh, in friction on our license or whatever you, you know, if you oh, want to wow. lose your affiliation, change the name. So yeah, it was like 2013. I think we changed it to BCS classic because it's, their, their legal team reached out and I'm like, I don't want to mess with that. Of course they reach out with like the legal team. It's not like even yeah. like a humble. I'm like, how did, like, I'm like, how did you hear about this tiny little event in college station? You know? Exactly. Well, I mean, clearly it wasn't so tiny. Yeah. So, well, and that was really the the first year. And then, you know, man, I'm, um, I'm a person that like, if I really feel like there's benefit and value in something, then let's keep doing it. And so came back again next year, you know, the first year we had like 80 participants. It was basically one division. It was a male division and a female division. Um, and then we did it at the Lincoln center and basically, uh, the money that was raised, we gave to the Lincoln center. They were affiliated with the boys and girls club. Yep. And so, uh, of the Brazos Valley. And then that just became kind of this, uh, you know, it was like, okay, this is a cool little thing. And then at the time I was your age. Yep. So I was like actually competing. I was going to competitions and competing in various locations and, you know, people from the gym would come and other people would sign up and, you know, we were at, uh, we had regionals teams in, you know, 2012, 2013. And so that was like fueling the, the event a little bit in the fire, mm-hmm. because when you're a competitor, you, you know, 
And, you know, it was just really fun and it was great to get people together and it was great to be able to, you know, it's kind of like hosting a party, if I'm honest, you know, like back in college, kind of, I shared a little bit about my college days with you and uh, I I had a birthday party and 3000 people came when I turned 20 years old at this place called the warehouse that I rented out in college station. And and it was a, it was a big party, but, you know, uh, to me, BCS classic is like my version today of throwing a big party okay. and it and it's just like the highlighting it's, it's the opportunity to highlight the things that i really find meaningful and uh kind of the things that um that i would say uh give life which is family fitness and faith and so um that's kind of where i think you know the the beginning origins started it was like man this is my opportunity to kind of put on an event and kind of put my thumbprint on it. Right. Yeah. So how did you end up getting, um, rich involved? Yeah, that wasn't until 2019 and that was his first year to come. And basically it was a combination of kind of, I don't know if you follow any stories, but my son that was born in 2019, he had uh, complications at birth and mm-hmm. he was full, full term. We had uh, completely unexpected but he basically got life flighted to Houston and we spent three weeks at Texas children's and that was in February of 2019. And, uh, and really, I mean, God saved his life. You know, it was a combination of a a great medical team of a lot of prayer, a lot of support. And, um, I came out of that experience, me and my wife, obviously with our, our kids, uh, forever changed in many ways. And, and it wasn't until like a month later after that, that I really started even thinking about BCS but I felt like the Lord kind of said, Hey, this year, let's make it different. Let's make it not just a CrossFit competition. Let's make it a family fitness and faith festival. Yeah. And then, and then what does that mean really is kind of the next question I asked, right. To, to, you know, and then I, my mind starts going and I'm like, well, let's call, let's have a reason that there's a family component to it. Let's have a reason there's a, a faith component. Obviously the fitness is the CrossFit. So we, uh, you know, I booked a lot of, uh, of music, worship music that day. I booked a lot of speakers. And then at one point, like speaking people who could share testimonies and I felt, felt were influencers. And, um, and then I was like, man, it'd be so awesome if Rich came and, uh, well, I reached out to the person that essentially was booking him at that time. And, you know, he pitched the idea to Rich and Rich was on board and it lines up with who he is and what he's about. And, you know, and I always tell people rich is everything that you think he is based on what you see and perceive, but even better, you know, he is just like all the, I don't know many people who would kind of like, you know, really just look into him and and Mm -hmm. from a like YouTube perspective or like a froning for documentary. And they'd be like, Oh man, that guy's not a good dude. Everybody, I mean, you can just feel it. I, if you look at those videos, or just most of the things that he has documented, I, I've said this before on this podcast. He's somebody I would love to talk to. Hopefully, yes. I'll get the chance while I'm competing with you guys. Yes. Yes. Um, but at the, I really just don't see the how anybody could say that he's not a great or okay. good guy. Okay. Exactly. You can say like, oh, hey, maybe he's not a no. great guy because you don't actually know him just from videos. But that's yeah. different. And after that first year, Steve, he's better than that. I okay. can 100% tell you. And now, obviously, I built a, 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 a big, a stronger relationship with him. And uh, he's better than that. And, yeah. and what I mean by that is, like, everything you'd hoped he is, he is. Good. And more. And he's just a humble dude who um, has a great heart. And 
he's just a great person. I mean, his, he's a great dad. He's a great husband. And, and I don't want to make him sound like he's uh, like, like not somebody who makes mistakes, but at the yeah. core, he's humble. And that's a huge part of being a great dude, right? It's, he's yeah. not afraid to admit that he's, he's sometimes falls short of being a great mm-hmm. dad and sometimes falls short of being a great husband, which is ultimately what we all need is humility because the second that you start thinking you're, you know, flawless, that, then exactly. And so he, he yeah. doesn't think. Yeah. So he basically came year one um, and then this is his fourth year to come back and he's just partnered with us. Uh, I think at this point we're at $96,000 raised for Ronald McDonald in four years. And, uh, and that, the reason we chose that charity is because the, what complications in all the three weeks in Houston with my little, my little boy, uh, we stayed at the Ronald McDonald house. And so when Rich kind of said, Hey, I'd be willing to work out if somebody needs a partner. And we had this opportunity to fundraise, uh, asked my wife, I'm like, so who would you like to, you know, give this money to? And she said, Ron McDonald charities, like instantly. And so yeah. that was really cool. Just, you know, at this point, I think we'll hit a hundred thousand dollars in these four years with Sweet. the amount being raised this year. And then we've donated, uh, all the online qualifier proceeds have gone to mayhem mission. Okay. And then Advocare stepped up and did a $10,000 match. Oh, and so, wow. uh, we'll, we'll give them a $30,000 check. Um, you know, in addition to the Ron McDonald check this year. And it's just really neat to see kind of not only what the event is for everyone who gets to participate and be mm-hmm. involved, whether they're an athlete, a volunteer, a sponsor, a spectator, um, but even for the, the causes that we're supporting and just yeah. how there's been this really cool opportunity that God's created to, to give and at the, at, you know, and it doesn't make the event suffer at that yeah. at, at that point either. Well, so I will tell you uh, for sure, my partner and I, at least, um, we had a, an interview with the O2 owner, Dave. Um, great dude. I will definitely throw him your way. Um, and especially like, let him know if there is something he wants to donate charitably. Ronald McDonald Foundation would be That'd be awesome. Spot. Um, we'll also reach out to, we're sponsored and brought to you guys by Gooder sunglasses. I don't know if you got any pair while you're in Madison. If not, bring me some, man. If not, I'll bring you some. We got, dude. These things are fantastic. Whole bunch of them. You just let me know if you want to go on their site and you just happen to find a pair that you like. Maybe I can get them to send me, and I'll bring That'd them up. That'd be with great. Me. That'd uh, be great. And for sure, we'll. Uh, we're actually going to be. I don't want to necessarily say sponsored, but Modballs, the company. I don't know if you saw them at the games. Uh, they're giving out some stuff to the competition athletes from my gym here in San Antonio. So we'll throw them your way as well as another company, hopefully to partner with Dude. next year yeah. or to just donate in that good sense. I do want to ask a couple of questions about the competition though. Yeah, let's go. Hey, who's Rich's partner. So right now I really feel like it's going to be a girl named Morgan. She has a really cool story. Um, so the, ah. the, the, the person leading the fundraising, his name is Jordan Monroe. Yeah. And he is basically allowing her or kind of, since he's the top fundraiser, then he will get to choose. Right. Oh. And, um, and he, he can obviously choose to compete with rich, but he's like, no, man, I, I, I'd rather not. I'd rather have, and this, this, uh, young lady, she was at the CrossFit games athlete last year as a team. And, um, and she's Why are you, you know, guys I, stacking my division. <laughs> it's a male female RX team, right? With Rich. Yeah, that's what I'm in the 19th. Yeah. Team. And she and she's one of six siblings. And in the last year, she lost her dad. And oh, so, oh, really man, tragically, 
And so, um, I, you know, it, I don't know how this will impact her, but obviously she's, she's on board and she's excited, yeah. but she's very quiet. Um, but I know that it'll be meaningful to her. And especially it's been a really tough year. So, you know, I, I really think it's going to be her. Um, and, and that'll be a, especially a cool if, he's, if Rich just so happens to retire to know that like one of the last competitions he did in that year, yeah, like you got to be his partner. That would be insanely cool. But yeah. God, you guys just had to stack the field that I happened to go into. Well, I, I thought he was just going to be somebody I would see, but now you I got to go have, against him. He's going to be in your heat, right? Cause he'll be in that heat all day. So you'll definitely get to chat with him. You'll get to work out next to him. God, you know, man, you guys are bringing my couple of my dreams true. Her dreams true. Hey, that'll be, you're that'll probably be crushing cool. my dream of even doing real well. That'll be cool though. It'll be special. And uh, yeah, would, we got, se- we got se- 750 athletes. So it's going to be a big competition. I, I know. So to athletes and before I get you out of here, programming what are some things maybe that you could tell us well that we'll i'm give excited i'm excited that we're releasing them monday i mm-hmm. actually just just proofed the movement standard videos today so oh, cool. uh, that'll be really cool to, to showcase rich you know he wrote these workouts several months ago oh, um, i think he i think he did oh yeah he programs everything i think we're, he all, gonna, did. we're all gonna be on the ground dying I feel like he did them all in like a day or two, you know, and, uh, Probably. And, uh, and, and they all, you know, when he does them, he sends me over kind of how he does and, uh, and he changes little things. And obviously, you know, he knows our, our venue and our, um, and our space. And then this year rogue is going to provide equipment, which will be really cool. And so, uh, yeah, so we, we just have a lot of cool things, but as far as workouts go, I'll tell you this, I, you know, th- by the time this, I don't know when you're putting this podcast out, but, You'll know. I mean, it's 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 not even worth me sharing right now because you're gonna know in like six days if mm-hmm. if you put this out today. Mm-hmm. Um, the workouts will be out on the fifteenth. So, do I? That I, I will that, say this. A little bit of are, news right there made me. They pump. are they are all this year. I mean, for the RX teams, and, and I think the intermediate and scaled have appropriate scalings yes. of the RX workouts, which is really cool. But everything's elevated. It's just a really well rounded. I never got so many compliments on the programming um, until Rich started programming. It mm-hmm. was like 2020 uh, was his first year to program. Yeah. And pe- people are like, oh, this is so great. you know. And so it's just neat because I think there is a gift in that. And I think that mm-hmm. part of your experience as an athlete or even a spectator is the workouts. I mean, that's a, that's a cool part of it, right? And yeah. so it just kind of, it's his signature. Um, you got a guy who's you know stood on the podium 12 years, 10 times of those first place at the games, two times of those second place. And he just knows the sport. And he, you know, he's, he's the kind of person that when it comes to programming, it's just, it spews out of him, right? It's yeah. just like, he's thinking workouts constantly. So he's I think writing he's, elegant workouts heard. That's over right. A decade now. That's right. And, and the other thing is he, he like lives CrossFit without it ever really being in your face. Yes, that's right. Which is probably one of the cooler ways that people have ever seen it because most people think it's like CrossFit's like a cult or like they're just like sometimes like douchey people, especially the guys who are just like in your face about it, like, oh, I do CrossFit, but that guy could walk around a town, do whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah. Nobody would know. But at the end of the day, if they asked him, like, hey, like, how do you stay this fit? Like you're 30 going on 35. How are you in great shape? And hey, it's like I just I do fitness. It's just what he does. That, exactly. And he doesn't even use the word. No, it's like, that's exactly right. That's right. 
So, so the workouts um, are great. You're going to get them on the 15th. So <laughs> Yeah. And now I'm excited that Rogue's supplying a majority of the equipment, all the equipment? All the equipment except for the rig is my buddy, Jeremy. He okay. puts on CFX. And so he is going to, um, we're going to use his, his rig is awesome. And then. Uh, Give him a shout out. Yeah. He, yeah. He puts on the fitness experience, um, which most everybody down here in mm-hmm. this area is familiar with. I got and a chance to go last year. He'll be he'll be running one of the pads. Um, he's you know good f- personal friend. He was at the games with me, but he uh, he's the head judge for one of the pads, and um, and we're trying to plug people towards his throwdowns right now, the TFX throwdowns that he's doing at five different locations, and so okay, um, yeah, and then his event next January. Okay, so uh, last I guess couple of questions, probably two. Uh, A, when people get to the venue. What can they expect other than obviously the event? Is there anything going on? Is there any behind the scenes type stuff? Yeah, man, vendor it's village gonna, type deal. Oh, you got a massive vendor village uh, this year. Um, I'm most pumped that we're having a Friday night lights event, and Me that'll too. be really. We I'm have taking an uh, extra day at least so I can get up there. No, early. It, it's gonna be you guys, everybody's going to love that. And it'll be just the, the energy in that room. You know, what gave me that idea too, was that I was at Jeremy's event this last year mm-hmm. and he did a Friday night lights. His is a three day event. Um, yeah. and I've, I've always loved doing a one day event, but, but really we cram so much in one day that it makes the schedule really tight. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, man, this would be a cool year to experiment with adding a Friday night lights and not obligating people to get there early and not committing to a Sunday, but yeah. basically it really does, um, I think, add a little energy. And mm-hmm. I think it also gets everybody there and excited Friday night to wake up Saturday and hit three more workouts. And so yeah. that's probably something new. Um, we've got great partners this year. Yeti is a, is one of our platinum sponsors. Um, we've got both cities. I think the mayor of Bryan is going to actually present our awards and kind of do some opening ceremonies. Um, but College City, College Station, um, is, uh, one of our platinum sponsors, dead destination. Brian is one of our platinum sponsors. Scott and white, uh, is, is one of our diamond sponsors, which is a hospital here, really big hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, there's Advocare, you know, is one of our, uh, platinum sponsors and they're just mm-hmm. always great because they, uh, step up rich is a Advocare athlete. And we got a lot of other, you know, great vendors that are going to be there. And so vendor village is going to be great. Um, and then just really excited to showcase everything that, you know, our team has been working really hard to, to put on, uh, on August 26th, 27th. Well, man, it has been a blast talking to you. I know you got to get out of here. Um, the last, I guess, question, not really, but if you want tell the people where they can find you, where they can find the BCS classic, like social media wise, if there's any extra Intel that you can give them out, um, or if there's anything they should be looking out for. Yeah, man. I think the best thing is anybody who wants information on this event, just go follow at BCS classic on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, Beth Duermeyer runs that and she does a fantastic job and she's posting every day, especially as we get closer, um, look out for these workout videos, you know, shout out to Andy Adams. He's kind of runs the, the competition side of the event. And he put together with a combination, one of our uh, media team members, Will Walker, who, who are doing these videos, um, a great movement standard video. Like I said, I saw it today and it looks great. So follow at BCS classic. Um, and then don't hesitate to reach out to me personally. You know, I always tell people, um, I'm always available, shoot me an email. Um, and I'm happy and I've gotten tons of them. So I know people are emailing me because people are asking for different questions and, um, and, and, you know, you can always reach out to me, Charlie at, uh, boomfitbcs.com. 
shoot me an email, feel free to ask anything. And uh, I'm just really excited to, to kind of see what this, Dude, I'm pumped. this year's event turns into. So I got to tell you, we're sending, I believe nine teams from wow. my local gym here. They really, they bit in hard after, I think a lot of people went to TFX and then they, you know, obviously everybody drinks the Kool-Aid. So they're like, Hey, what's the next qualifier that's going on? BCS was the next one. And it was day after day. People would do like the morning class and then they'd come in in the afternoon. Be like, I'm still kind of feeling it. I'll do one of those qualifier yeah. workouts. Well, I had to do one of your qualifier workouts or actually two of them back to back with an hour's rest because oh, wow. of my schedule at work and then sending me somewhere else and bringing me back. So dude, I'm, there's so many people that have put in a, a lot of hard work on our end. I'm sure yeah. it's 10 times as much for you guys. So I'll let you get out of here. Thank you. For I, being I am. Here. I, I want to say I'm, I'm really excited too about the shirts because uh, Dre over at mayhem, he does all their apparel. He designed I our saw shirts. Those. those are kick Okay. Ass. Yeah. We, we put those out on the, on the Instagram and um, they're really cool this year. So now how do those shout- come to the athlete? Do we'll we have to buy those from you guys or do we get No, no. You guys will get a, a full, you know, swag bag and you'll get those. And oh, uh, shout out to Reebok. We've got Reebok shoes for our volunteers. So anybody who's still wanting to volunteer, you get a pair of mm-hmm. shoes, you get Yeti, uh, you know, one of those Yeti drinks um, okay. that, that they make branded. We've got t-shirts. I mean, it's, it's a pretty what awesome. Is, and we're paying I, our judges. We're paying our judges this year. So anybody, ooh. I mean, we still need volunteers. So go to BCS Classic Instagram, click on the okay. link tree, and then sign up to volunteer because we definitely are still in need of volunteers. Okay. After you get off, I'll do another rerun of this right here. But I do want to ask real quick, what are some of the volunteer opportunities that you guys still have open or that you guys still yeah. volunteer for? Yeah. So that's the manpower that's always needed. You know, we we mm. really need about 200. You know, it's okay. funny. I just, I just heard this last week at the games, they use six to 700 volunteers and just watching it. that, that operation is huge, you know, but we're a tiny version of anything compared to them, but we really need people to judge, which is obviously, okay. you know, like a very important need. And because we have 20 teams going per heat um, and we have three pads going on at the same time, right. Our needs are high for judges. We okay. need equipment handlers and movers, right. Cause you got to interact, you know, we have a male, male RX scaled intermediate we have all these divisions yeah you got to switch out changing weight kettlebells we need people to clean equipment in between heats um so you know that's designated the pads we need score scorecard runners who take scorecards back to the scoring room um we need people who handle athlete check-in we need people who uh support support athlete control um we need we need people who help the vendors and the sponsors Mm -hmm. Um, we need people who check in, registrate, or I'm sorry, spectators as they come. Okay. So th- there's really just about every need and that you can think of with the major event. You know, it's almost like, you know, the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo is big and you, mm-hmm. they have always have a place for you to serve. Right. So yeah. um, anybody who wants to be at the event and wants to help us out, if you go to that link tree on the BCS Classic Instagram, you can yep. kind of pick it, pick and choose the day, the time, the the place that you feel you could best serve in. And you can still tickets are still available for uh, spectators. Like yeah, spectators. They, they'll be they all. You have to buy it ahead of the time. Okay. So you know, um, there I still won't have be to get my wife for, one. Yeah, and so you can get that on the link tree as well. Okay. Well, I will let you get out of here, man. You have a great day. I'll wrap all that up in a nice bun after I do sponsors when we're done here, and then uh, we'll. Uh, hey, I'll be in touch, and when I get yeah. there, I, I'll expect to I'll have a nice little conversation please. with you. Yeah, please come say hi, man, and uh, thanks for thanks for uh, reaching out, Steve. Appreciate you. Uh, no.
No problem, man. You have a great day. Hey, good best of luck with that new baby coming. <laughs> man, I'm gonna need all the luck I can get. <laughs> all right, take care. Right, you have a good one. All right, we are still live. I am still here because Ken is not. Happy birthday to Ken's daughter, by the way. And Ken, thank you very much for doing all this stuff that you do. Because I am not very great at this, clearly, right? But I'm actually kind of good. So we're going to go through this real quick. First and foremost, we are brought to you guys by Gooder Sunglasses. Gooder was the official sponsor of the 2022 Noble CrossFit Games. For everybody who sat out there and watched and cheered on your favorite athlete and wondered why they weren't wearing a pair of sunglasses from Gooder, well, that's probably because they were getting paid a shit ton of money from somebody else. But we're getting paid by them. And I love these sunglasses. So here I am. I'm going to hawk them at you guys now. All right. These sunglasses are kick-ass, by the way. I don't want to hear nothing about Oakley or Nike or anything else. You can get these, all of these sunglasses, minus a couple, minus a couple, okay, for 25 bucks. Not 25 bucks a month. Not putting them on layaway like you do with Ray-Ban or some Nike shit or some Oakley shit, unless you're, you know, a government worker and then, you know, you go to GovX. But no free shout-outs, okay? So Gooder Sunglasses. These probably one of my favorite pairs so far. Okay. And this comes from the glasses of the gods collection. Okay. I don't know if that's backwards. It might be with my computer, but this is a brand new box. They just came out with these. Okay. They sent them to the boys, right? Cause obviously we're special. Okay. We're, we're a paid podcast now guys. We're special. Okay. I think these are kick-ass, right? A, you have your lenses. Okay. All of them are going to be, Top-of-the-line lenses, they don't really scratch. As far as I've had these for, I don't know, somewhere around a month now. been wearing them every single day. I've dropped them, unfortunately, sorry, Gooder, dropped them about two or three times. Nothing on the lenses, okay? They're polarized, right? When I'm driving San Antonio, the sun creeps right over the horizon. There's nothing to block it. I got my Gooder sunglasses on every morning, okay? Every morning on my drive in to Fort Sam, you can catch me wearing these, all right? If you live in the greater San Antonio area, find me. Find me on my way to work. You'll find me wearing a pair of Gooder sunglasses, all right? The reason why I like them, and this is something I've talked about pretty often on this show. If you look on the inside right here, for those of you guys, audio listeners, okay, it's right on the inside of the pair of sunglasses as it goes over your ear, okay, or right past your ear, I should say. Now, it has, I'm not an expert here, but it has a rubbery, texture to it right what it's meant to do is stick to your head it's meant to help stick everything to your head and they even has these little circular holes to them almost like an octopus tentacle right they stick right along the side of your head right where for most of those dudes right where you get your fade okay right where it starts to turn from just a little bit of hair to skin right so it sticks right in the right spot and you can lift in these you can run in these you can do anything you want in these. They're going to stay on your head. They're safe. They're reliable. They're respectable sunglasses across the board. And most of all, they're resilient. Okay. Just like the people that make them in the good old US of A. The other thing, right? My buddy Alex, he just happened to win a pair of these bad boys. Okay. Not this specific pair because, you know, I like the guy and I'm naming part of my child's name after him. But I don't like them that much. I'm not going to give them, you know, glasses of a god. Okay. But what we did do is we sent the boy a pair of sunglasses or two. He's going to post some pictures. We're going to repost them here shortly. Okay. They actually kind of look like this. All right. 
I'm going to open up this. This is my second favorite pair. Okay. Well, what we did is when we sent them to Alex, okay, Alex was looking at them. And I mean, these are pretty kick ass, man. These are their new newest line of sunglasses. This is the one, the one piece. Okay. I don't actually know if that's the name, but this is the one uh, piece sunglasses. It's basically just, there's no divide here in the center. It's just continuous all the way around. Dude, it makes, makes you feel like you have 360 view. Okay. I kind of forgot where I was going with some of this, but if you guys go on gooder.com, okay. And you guys look up all of their sunglasses. They have a kick-ass lineup, kick-ass lenses, colors, the works. Okay. Again, like I said, 25 bucks a month. You can't beat them. They're resilient. They don't break. The boy, Alex, kind of remembered, right? He went uh, on his boat, took him out on the boat, went uh, skiing on the boat, fell off a couple of times, puts him on the boat. They go through the sun. They go through the water. They're fantastic amount of sunglasses. All right, I'm done talking about Gooder. They don't pay me that much. All right, Gooder.com, everybody. All right, Gooder.com. Then we're working on a promo code with them. But if you do get a pair of sunglasses, okay, go down to the bottom of the page, hit the Contact Us tab, Send them a quick little link, right, or a little message. Tell them how great the sunglasses are, how excited you are. And then when you're done, tell them that the boys sent you, okay? Tell them that it's not all black and white podcast sent you guys, all right? Whew. That was a long ad read. Good or you're lucky. Oh, you know where I was going with that, Alex? Just because, you know, he's a good friend. I'll talk to him real quick. He got a pair of Gooder sunglasses. And one of the other effects of the Gooder sunglasses staple okay it's a staple of their company they're completely environmentally friendly these are 100 eco proof and what i mean by that is no pollution was done while making these sunglasses okay they're environmentally friendly sunglasses i know that doesn't mean a lot to everybody okay but you know what if you're trying to do what little you can do for this planet if you can buy a pair of sunglasses that you know does not harm the planet in the making or the use of them I'm all for it. They're kick-ass sunglasses. Top of the line, in my opinion. I'm going to be wearing them all throughout BCS Qualifier. If you guys want, DM us some a little bit. Okay? Ask for a pair of sunglasses. I'll bring you a pair if you're going to be at the BCS. Okay? All of our Ballistic Built teams from Ballistic Built CrossFit, San Antonio. Let's fucking get it, guys. We're going to go out there. We're going to kick some fucking ass. But each and every one of those guys is going to be wearing a pair of Gooder sunglasses. Understand me? We're all going to be decked out in Gooder sunglasses. So if you haven't gotten a pair, you listen to this podcast, and you're from Ballistic Built CrossFit, again, you have to be going to the competition. Okay? I don't want none of this, hey, man, I heard you're giving out free sunglasses. Like the guy who thought we were giving out free fucking mod balls. We don't do that here. Okay? If you want a pair of Gooder sunglasses, because you're going to the BCS qualifier, or the BCS Classic, my apologies. Okay? You come to me. Let me know. We'll get you a pair of Gooder sunglasses from Gooder.com. G-O-O-D-R.com. That's the end of that. All right, number two. I'm going to talk about O2 real quick, just because their owner, Dave. Dave is a great fucking man, okay? If you don't know who Dave is, look up O2. It's O2 Drink on uh, Instagram. Just go ahead, look at their prices, look at the quality of the product through the reviews. They're phenomenal. Basically, what O2 is, I'm just going to give them a shout out. They're not really a sponsor, but they're sponsoring me and my partner, Liz, going to the BCS Classic. They sent us some merch. They sent us great drinks. We're using them as prep for our competition. 
whether you believe in a lot of this stuff or whether you feel like spending the money on all of it, I can tell you O2 is a company that not only cares about their product, they call they care about the after effect to it of how it helps the athlete and they care about the athlete, man. Dave, he was at the CrossFit Games and all I've seen is nothing but story after story. Granted, he's reposting them, but they're coming from other people. Okay, talking about how much Dave cares about the games, about the culture, the community, fitness in a whole, but he cares about his fucking product, man. This dude was, I think there's a, a picture on his Instagram of he was selling this shit out by the cases, almost by the pallet out of his Prius for, I think he said on the podcast, at least a year, right? The guy loves his business. He loves his product. And what O2 really is, is a recovery drink. For those of you guys out there who are sitting there, look, I like the Kill Cliffs. I like some of the other stuff, right? O2 is a primed recovery drink for all athletes. It's oxygenated water, essentially, right, with flavoring. I can't speak to whether or not that flavor is natural. It says on the can, naturally flavored recovery drink, okay? So it's not me. It's them. That's what they're saying. That's what Dave's saying, okay? It's naturally flavored. This one's orange. Honestly, it's not my favorite. It's my second favorite. I will give it lemon lime seems to be, or the I, th- I believe it's a lime actually, just a lime. That's my favorite flavor. Then I also have the grapefruit ginger. Grapefruit ginger, also probably a third favorite, right? Granted, I think he has like four, maybe five tastes. I'd probably say that's number four on my list. Again, like I said, can't say enough great stuff about Dave. He's a good dude all around. His product is amazing. Honestly, I feel terrific after I drink them. They are not carbonated. That is a huge selling point, I think, to a lot of listeners. Those of you guys who are out there, go out to O2 Drink or Drink O2 on Instagram. Look up their prices. Go on their link tree. Uh, send Dave a quick message. Tell him the boy sent you. Okay, And then go ahead and order yourself some O2. It's worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it. I can't say it enough. They don't even sponsor us, but I think that they deserve the shout out. Okay. My third shout out, no free shout outs, but technically kind of a free shout out mod balls. Okay. We don't talk enough about mod balls on this podcast, even though we should, because they are a company that 100%, not only do they care about the boys, but they care about all the athletes that the boys care about. Okay. We had our friend, uh, Hayes. They care about Hayes. They've supported Hayes in one way or another. They've cared about some other athletes that we've had on the podcast won't name names, but what they did was incredible. They supported those guys, okay? They sent them merch. They sent them product. They helped pay for certain things. They care about the athletes that they go out and say, we're going to stick our product and our brand on you with your permission, and we hope that what we can give you will then help reflect in your training, and you will help reflect it back on us, which is what good people do. They're these good business people, right? They give you the benefit of the doubt up front. They give you what they can. And then in return, they hope that when you succeed, that you will then help rise or a rising tide lives all ships, right? So they hope that if they can help you in some way, when you get lifted, you will help lift them. Modballs has done the same when it comes to me and my partner, Liz, along with two other teams. I won't name names just in case they don't want to be named, right? But from the time I messaged them till now, all the way up until the BCS Classic, which isn't even a CrossFit Games sanctioned event, it's not like we're going 
to regional or a regionals type at, uh, situation. We're going to a, a competition local to Texas. It's for a good cause, but at the same time, Modwell is like, hey, it's great promotion for us. But what we can do is we can send you guys product. We can send you guys some clothes. We can do a little deal on the side. But we want to help you guys get to where you guys want to be, and you guys can help reflect our cause while doing so. So shout out to all the dudes at Modball. Modball's, uh, right, there's an S at that, Steve. Good job. Those guys have helped about, helped us out tremendously. If it wasn't for a certain couple of people, we'd probably have more bags of Modballs at our gym. But that dude, if he listens to this podcast, he knows who he is. All right. Thank you for bringing those bags back, by the way. Lastly. Okay. Whew. This is a lot of ad reads, man. Lastly, I want to recap what was talked about by Charlie at the end of that podcast. Okay. So, A, the money goes to the Ronald McDonald Foundation. It was something near and dear to his family for his child's medical care that he experienced after birth. I think that is a very generous place for him to send the money to. I think it's very generous of Advocare to also match that number. I think it's generous of Rich to spend his time after the games, which it's only about another three or four, three-ish weeks before he has to then leave his family, come to Texas to do another competition after he just won the CrossFit games and had to train all the way for that, travel all that time with his family. So I hope Rich gets some time away. But to recap the rest of that, not only does the money go to a great place, right? But we encourage everybody, everybody listening. I encourage our sponsors. I will send messages to our sponsors, relay them to Charlie. His not his real name is Carlos, but to Charlie, right? And get them on board. Hey, if you guys have anywhere that you would like to look to donate money this year to just help a worthy cause, go ahead and hit up BCS Classic. Then hit up the Ronald McDonald Foundation. Let them know that you're putting it in through that or donate all the money that you want to donate back to the BCS classic next year and allow them to put it in through that way. It helps you feel good that you put it into a trustworthy person's hand who then put it into another trustworthy person's hand. Right. Next thing. Uh, I, again, I train at ballistic built CrossFit, uh, but I know Ken, he trains at CrossFit decimate up in Colorado Springs. I know obviously it's out of the way. It's a little short notice, but at least for the people here in Texas, if you live in San Antonio, if you live in Dallas, if you live in Austin, the drive to Bryan, Texas or College Station is not that far. I think for me, it's only like two and a half, maybe three hours at the most, probably a little bit closer to three hours because I have a pregnant wife and she'll have to stop for a couple of things. If you guys have the free time, not only please Buy a ticket to be a spectator, come spectate. But you know what? There's nothing better, A, than getting free shit, okay, which in the next thing you can get. But also, if you want to spectate, there's no better place to spectate than on the competition floor. Granted, you'll have to do a little bit of work, but you can volunteer, right? So everybody at my gym, at Ballistic Built CrossFit, I encourage you guys, right? Instead of paying the spectator fee, right, Come up and be somebody who exchanges weight, who runs cards with scores, right? Or somebody who does any number of the things that he mentioned. I believe it was scorecard runner. There was the people who exchange out the weights, athlete control, 
crowd, I don't think it was crowd control necessary, right? But you're doing ticketing, you're doing seats, you're helping move extra equipment that doesn't necessarily have to do with the competition floor. Then there are the people doing the stuff with the competition floor equipment. You have judges that they need. He said you get a free Yeti. I believe it's probably a Yeti tumbler uh, or a Yeti cup at least, right? But hey, it's free. And you get to be right on the competition for it. Now, anybody who's drinking the Kool-Aid, you're going to get an opportunity most likely now that we know, right? And we've known for a while, Rich is going to be on the floor. I don't know if anybody else from Mayhem is going to be there or doing any of that stuff. You'll probably get essentially what would be almost VIP access to the athletes. Not only the people who you're there to cheer on, right? Nothing better than being a judge. Seeing somebody in the scaled or intermediate or RS division, give them a quick high five, low five, whatever you want to do, right? Give them a chest bump or some shit as they're going out to their platform and be like, hey, man, I'm out here. I might not be grading you or judging you, but hey, I'm here for you. I'm watching you. Go get them. That is some cool ass shit. I would love to see people from Ballistic Built CrossFit at this event on the floor as a judge or doing some type of volunteer work. It's always a great opportunity. If you're in Colorado and you know Ken and you listen to this podcast, which hopefully you do frequently, maybe spend the money. Why not? Take a trip down to College Station. It's a party town. If you're a college age-ish person, you can get into a bar. It's probably a pretty kick-ass time. So you can at least get in for free to the event if you volunteer, right? If not... Come down, support the boy, support a great cause, donate essentially some money to this cause, right? To spectate it or to be a part of the volunteer process and know that the money will go to a good cause. All right. So this is almost the end of me giving my spiels at the end of the day, wrap up real quick. All right. Boys, the boy is going to the BCS classic, August 26th and 27th, Friday night lights throwdown. Okay. I believe that's the 26th Saturday. I think uh, Charlie said we have three events. It's going to go all day Saturday. There's a terrific vendor village. There's going to be a bunch of mayhem apparel. I believe, I would assume wherever Rich goes to competitions like this, they always bring the mayhem trucks, right? They bring all the gear. They bring all the merch. They show off a little bit in a way because it's there for the fans. Okay. Come out, support us, support me. Um, come say hi to my wife. She's going to be, Probably somewhere around eight months pregnant, eight and a half months pregnant by that time. Um, it's going to be a cool trip. I can't wait to go. Uh, go to gooder.com. Okay. Go ahead. Buy a couple of pairs of sunglasses for $25 each, people. You can get blue light glasses. You can get one lens glasses that are continuous all the way around. They have no break in the center. It's super cool. The way they fit around the nose and the way they stick to the sides of your head. It's phenomenal. The way they make them is top of the line, resilient. Okay. They are respectable. And by God, they help us out. Okay. And they're eco-friendly, man. They're they're the best sunglasses that I've seen in a long time. And they feel terrific. Other than that, you guys have a great day. So for Ken Clark, okay. The Ken Clark that sounds like Clark Kent. Charlie Lima. I'm Stephen Holt. This has been It's Not All Black and White Podcast. Go have yourselves a good night, guys. Once again, thanks for listening. If you live in Bryan College Station, we would love for you to come to our gym and start with one of our programs. If you're interested in more information about our services or a free trial, visit us at boomfitbcs.com. 
That's boomfitbcs.com.